Switches sites, um, which is for those that may not know, um, a video game podcast, solo video game podcast, where I talk about just that. Um, today's date is June 3rd, 
<laughs> considering that we haven't really seen much of it. But uh, of course, the follow up to uh, arguably one of the the better, definitely one of the best games of 2018. Uh, I at least not being fully aware of all the games that came out in 2018 because <laughs> every subsequent year is a blur to me now because I, I play so many, but um, arguably one of the best games of 2018, God of War, or technically <laughs> God of War reboot, even though it's not called reboot, you know what, you know what I mean, you know where they basically it's a God of War game and it's a God of War it's a new it's a new reboot but they don't acknowledge it's a reboot so you have to deduce that by it being on a new platform so you're like Resident Evil 2 that already came out and then (laughs) Resident Evil 2 uh, oh Resident Evil 2 for PS4 oh that's the new one then so, you know, it's, it's, it's a mess. <laughs> these re- these reboots are getting out of hand. I mean, give me all of them though, but it's, it's getting out of hand. All right. Let's, let's let that be stated, established, known, acknowledged. <laughs> I've had enough, but I want more though. <laughs> Don't stop. <laughs> Uh, it's like, <laughs> I'm sorry for this analogy, but I mean, I mean, I can't attest to this, of course, but I would assume somebody in this predicament would, you know, feel that way. But it's like, it's like, you know, when you doing stuff with a hypothetical significant other and then, you know, um, you know, some, something goes in the wrong place. And you at first you're like, ah, and then after me, you're like, wait a minute, hold on. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Somebody, somebody lock me up. Somebody lock me up. Throw away the key. I am. I should end it. You know what? Uh, it's <laughs> oh, okay, let me stop, man. Um, yeah, so <laughs> getting back on track. Uh, so, uh, Santa Monica Studio. I guess technically this was following a um letter. Uh, well, a blog from Herman Holst, who's the, I believe he's the vice president of. Uh, Sony PlayStation Studios uh, where he had like they had a full Q&A session and just out of nowhere he basically confirmed uh, that God of War well I guess it's yeah we did deconfirm that it's not Ragnarok that it is it is actually uh, in fact (laughs) probably surprising well I had hope though Uh, in fact delayed to 2022 um I, it kind of makes sense at this point now considering that we barely see any seen any gameplay or trailer um since did we even did we even get a logo i think we got a logo i think during the playstation 5 
the PlayStation Five um, event or you know an announcement uh, or state of play. I think they uh, <laughs> just gave God a warrior about it. Oh my! God. <laughs> oh my God! Oh my God! I can't believe it. Um, so I guess that's pretty much all we got, which is a little just a logo. But I mean, well, you know, I mean, hey, it's God of War. I mean, considering the last one, I mean, it's just bangers on bangers, you know. So, uh, but yeah, part of me had some hope that maybe just out of nowhere, maybe we just get like immaculate gameplay, and then like you know, maybe you know, shortly after. But it at least is good that they at least squashed it before E3. So at least, you know, we we are <laughs> getting our hopes unrealistically up and at least are in advance just to where, OK, we're probably I mean, I don't think that will detract that. I think we're probably going to still see uh, God of War um, some trailer teaser, I would guess. I think we'll still get that, though. Um Probably not like, probably not any in-depth gameplay, but I don't think, uh, I think it, it's still feasible for them to drop a trailer. Um, maybe not, but at least our uh, expectations are, are tempered in that respect either way. Um, I did read the article. It was a pretty, pretty insightful um, uh, blog whatever you want to call it. But, uh, it was a couple of interesting tidbits outside of it. That was interesting. I think for the first time they announced that, uh, Sony bend is working on something else outside of days gone. They're working on a new, uh, yet another new IP. Um, so that was, I think new. And then I, I don't think we got like literal, it might've been in that PDF doc that they released beforehand, but, uh, more than 25 titles in development and almost half of the, uh, half of them are new IP. So I think that's kind of crazy. I don't think we've, we've got any like, uh, definitive details regarding that, but either way, that's good all around. I appreciate it. Um, but probably the other biggest, um, I guess revelation, uh, I guess <laughs> breeding ground for, uh, controversy, uh, was also, um, they did confirm that, uh, God, the, the next God of War, uh, game will also be coming to PS4 as well. So, um, I am kind of split, uh, on that. I mean, I obviously understand, especially considering the current situation with the PlayStation five and how, uh, <laughs> what, I'm thinking of a good analogy. Uh, yeah, I guess it's basically like finding, finding a needle in a haystack. If you want to try to get one right now, um, you know, with the stock shortage CPU or chip shortages and whatnot. Um, it makes sense in that respect to, you know, not totally alienate the PS4 fan base if they can't even get their hands on still currently. So that makes total sense. Um, so I totally understand that, but I mean, I think I, I feel like, especially considering like 
we've probably discussed this before, like in past, past, um, games or past, yeah, past games in, in development that have been multi-platform, um, generally are somewhat held back in some extent, um, when it comes to, you know, doing multi-platform games, cause I believe the general status quo, um, I've yet to see any, like, I guess, deviation from it that, um, they normally develop for the, you know, lesser powerful console in this case, the PlayStation four, and then, um, you know, beef everything up, uh, off that like base version, um, for the lesser powerful consoles. So, which is why I understand why a lot of, uh, <laughs> you know, probably PS five owners are, um, you know, uh, I, I wouldn't say negative, but, uh, against them, uh, still developing games for PS four. But I mean, I think the PS four, you can't, it, you can't ignore the, the current install base for PlayStation four. I mean, it just would be stupid to not even <laughs> to not acknowledge them still. And they're still a pretty strong force. It just makes sense to still develop for PlayStation four. Um, especially of course, obviously considering the, uh, current ship shortages with not even being able to get a PS five right now. Um, so makes total sense. I believe, uh, also, Grand Theft Auto, not Grand Theft Auto, <laughs> man, that's man. When is that? <laughs> uh, I guess we gonna keep dreaming about that one, but Gran Turismo seven, uh, also is going to be on PS4. I think that's the more surprising one. I think, uh, considering like I've always just noticed Grant, uh, Gran Turismo games like take forever to, um, to actually come out. <laughs> And, uh, at least in this case to be multi-platform, that's kind of, kind of crazy. Um, consider like, I don't, I don't even know when we're going to see a grand, grand Turismo. It, it feels like each one takes like, I don't know, maybe just my, just vapid memory. If you will actually, let's, let's do a live fact check. Cause I am very curious very curious about the development development, uh, I guess spacing between, um, between the games. Let's see. So Gran Turismo one 97, uh, two 99, uh, three, uh, one, four, oh, four, um, five, 2010, uh, six, 2013, uh, sport, I guess that's, uh, somewhat of a branch, but, uh, 2017 and seven is at least technically slated for 2022. So roughly, yeah, I guess the biggest gap is between four and five, which is like, damn six years. And it's pretty much three to four year gaps after that. So I guess I don't, <laughs> at least not necessarily, uh, being tied to 
being tied to or playing these games or being like intensely familiar with these games, just, just the release and, and, and all that. But I guess there was some side stuff too. Gran Turismo concept 2002 prologue 2003, uh, Gran Turismo four online. That was in Oh six. So I guess technically they had a uh, five prologue in 07 and they had a PSP one. So I guess they, they did at least cover a lot of bases. I don't know. I always, for some reason, I thought these games were way more spaced out. I thought in my head, can at least there was always like a running gag that like how long it took for Gran Turismo games to come out. But this is <laughs> speaking as somebody who hasn't necessarily like religiously followed, yeah, let alone played Gran Turismo games. So I can't even, that's probably <laughs> maybe explains a lot, but either way. So it looks like we, we going to get a fair amount of PS4 games going forward. I definitely see that being a theme. Cause I mean, when you look at PS2, um, PS2 had a lot of uh, games still in development after like its technical end of life, I guess. Um, I think <laughs> it was mainly like sports games like FIFA and like uh, what's the um, what's the Konami equivalent? I think it's is it Pez? Now I got to look it up. Now, let me let me fact check. Where will I fact check? think it's Pez pro evolution soccer. Yeah. Okay. I was right. Pro evolution soccer. And I, uh, you know, Madden, um, I'm not sure about 2k, but if anything, like the PlayStation was, I think, I think it didn't like officially be done until like 2013 or something like that. And that was like, <laughs> that was basically literally when the PS4 came out. So it was like, technically the PS2 was still running. Uh, alongside the PS3, <laughs> uh, all the way up until, till PS4 is like, all right, <laughs> what, what man, like 13 years, <laughs> the president of PlayStation. All right, guys. Okay. All right. Uh, I think, uh, PS2 is uh run its course guys. Let's, let's, let's shut it down. <laughs> uh, but I mean, I mean, PS PS2 is an impeccable console though, all around. Just the capabilities, the 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 um, you know the what craftsmanship, if you will. Um, that that the boy sturdy. I still have mine from like 2000, 2001 when it came out. So I mean, and I I played it a decent amount, a pretty damn good amount. So it makes sense. I don't know. I don't think they're going to give the PlayStation four that much longevity. Um, it'll probably be actually, I don't, I I think if anything, we'll probably still get like the sports games since that just seems to always make a killing in general. So I'm pretty sure just for the people that, uh, don't want to jump to the next generation, they'll probably still, um, yeah, release the sports games probably well into the, to the uh, PS five slice that go out for, I believe I'm pretty sure, but I'm not sure if we'll still get like, um, Sony exclusives 
um, still like, let's say three years from now. I don't know the pandemic though. <laughs> the pandemic is like the, the super huge wrench that like, I think just, just <laughs> said, fuck everything <laughs> pretty much. So, uh, that's tough. It's a tough, it's tough, especially considering the environment and you know, the PS four is still a very viable console, uh, in its own right. I think so who knows, I guess the future will tell, but I think to encourage people to buy in and, you know, um, people to basically just invest. I think there was still, we, we are still going to get, um, a good amount of PlayStation, uh, PlayStation five exclusive also coming to PS4. I'm guessing, especially when you factor in a pandemic, I think at least three to four more years. Um, of course, I think there's still going to be some PlayStation five exclusives that just won't be feasible on PS4. Like, uh, I think the ratchet and clank game coming out. I think that's still, uh, PS five exclusive considering all the capabilities that you cannot do on, um, on a P- PlayStation four, you know, with the, the, um, blazingly fast, uh, SSD on that thing. So yeah, but Hey, you know, I mean, it is what it is, you know, um, just to read uh Santa Monica studio statement, uh, since the release of the next God of war teaser last year, we've been humbled by the amount of love our community has shown us. We're incredibly grateful to see so many people excited to experience the next chapter of Kratos and Atreus's journey. We remain focused on delivering a top quality game while maintaining the safety and well-being of our team, creative partners and families. With this in mind, we've made the decision to shift our release window to 2022. Thank you all for your continued support. We've got some exciting things to work, some exciting things in the works that we can't wait to show you. Um, so at least it's definitely smart that they, they just nip this in the bud before E3. Cause yeah, you, <laughs> you know how some gamers, uh, uh, let me put a preface. Some, some, uh, entitled gamers tend to be, <laughs> oh, man, oh, God of War is supposed to come out in, in, in 2021. I, this is sucks. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's, that's the best I got. I, I just, I'm just, I can't be an incel. It just doesn't work. It just doesn't work. Actually, I had it down. I had it down at one point, but because, <laughs> because I've come, uh, I've gotten so out of touch with the, the incel side of the gamer community. Um, I just, it's hard to emulate the disgusting, vile nature of, uh, the, the, the hate, hateful side of the, the gamer community. I don't know. I got to a president. <laughs> I should give my, give my, <laughs> is this, the, is this the, uh, for those, uh, on audio, I got the, <laughs> the, uh, the presidential, the presidential, uh, hand 
where it's like the thumb is a uh, right uh the top of the thumb is connecting the index finger and it's like <laughs> i feel like this like all presidents must be going to a science school or something like i am here to tell you <laughs> oh man that is killing me it's so true it's like literally almost every president i could think of well, with a, with a couple exceptions, recent exceptions, let's, let's leave it at that. Um, but, <laughs> uh, that is, wow. That is like, a just unknown. Well, uh, avoided, avoided revelation that, uh, that I, I just had an epiphany. <laughs> Just the, I just thought accurately just had it just there. Oh man, I'm 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 just tripping on so many fronts. Um, so yeah. Um, hey, if you don't got a PS5, it's okay. PlayStation, like, we got you. <laughs> we got you. Don't even worry about it. Moving on. XCOM. I have not played <laughs> and that's the story and all. Uh so XCOM uh I I, <laughs> I feel like this is a story of a lot of I have it but I've never played it, but I'm familiar, I've seen some gameplay of it. Basically a, a tactical um no a real time strategy. Is there a is there a subgenre tactical RTS? Would it be, I'm not sure if it is it real time strategy, if it's turn-based, I thought real time strategy refers to, refers to like command and conquer and like Starcraft. Let me, let's, let's do a fact check. Let's, let's squash it right now. Uh, real time strategy. Uh, RTS is commonly used in online gaming. It means real-time strategy. In this context, RTS usually military games that take place in real time and require players to direct their characters in combat against other players or NPCs. So I think by that definition, it doesn't. Let's. I think it would just be a strategy. Uh, turn-based tactical TBT TBT I guess no not there's not well there has been I mean I, I, I vividly remember general general chaos that was that was a banger if you have not played general chaos on a Sega Genesis you have not lived life let me tell you you probably have but your life was <laughs> life was of a lesser lesser meaning if uh you never went through life without playing um was it commander chaos now i'm now i'm a bit i'm just blurry commander i think it's general chaos General Chaos, yeah. They need to bring that back. Bring bring back General Chaos. I don't know who has I, I think 
EA has the IP, I would assume, because I think it was published. Yeah, it was published by Electronic Arts. So I would assume EA has the uh, has the IP. Um, General Chaos. It's a fun ass game. You uh, kill people and they turn the skeletons. It's like, oh man, I don't know how to describe it. Just play it. Just just look up some gameplay. It's good. It's good. General Chaos. I don't. <laughs> uh, moving, switching gears back. Um, so XCOM. Um, it just to just to paint the paint the base. Uh, according to some Reddit leaks. Uh, or the, <laughs> the Reddit thread, uh, gaming links and rumors, which is, you know, of course, uh, always credible, of course, <laughs> with that, with that said, grain of salt, but, um, according to that, uh, that there's going to be a lot of Marvel at E3 this year. Uh, it seems 2k has something cooking up on RTS, uh, Marvel game, according to Reddit. And then, of course, the most probably reliable source when it comes to like leaks uh, is Jason Schreier. He did pretty much confirm it, uh, but with the caveat that it may not be announced at E3, but um, at least for sure that there is likely a XCOM Marvel game in the works. So uh, I guess just think XCOM, but instead of, you know, uh, aliens and, and, uh, soldiers, Marvel heroes, and, you know, probably obviously villains, um, which I think would be pretty cool. I don't think I'm trying to think if there's ever been, I know there probably has been like some, there's like probably a ton of like shoddy mobile, like strategy Marvel games, or at least for sure knockoffs. Like <laughs> as soon as this probably came out, it's probably somebody. All right, let me let me knock this off right before <laughs> before it even comes out. But I can't think of a strategy game based around like superheroes or Marvel heroes in general. I think there was that one game on PC. What was it called? Freedom Force? Freedom Freedom? I think it was Freedom Force. My curiosity is peaked. I believe it yeah, Freedom Force. Freedom Force. Uh Tactical? Yeah, real time tactical. I don't know. I think it may be controlled more like it may be controlled more like uh, like uh, the Marvel Ultimate Alliance games, possibly. It seemed like it, but I think that's probably the closest, the closest we got to that, I'm guessing. But man, that, <laughs> that was just random as hell. I just knew that. I totally did not just, I don't know what form of gray matter that was at in my head, but <laughs> that that information has not been recalled in I don't know how long, but uh wow. That's pretty cool. That is pretty cool. Either way, <laughs> I'm keep I keep getting sidetracked. Um uh, yes, Marvel 
2 2K Marvel game um with XCOM with Marvel. That's Marvel game in an XCOM type universe style. That's pretty cool. I I totally would give that a shot. Uh now just being this like I guess not semi recent but within the last 5 years uh Marvel superhero comic nerd uh I think um I would definitely try it out. Hopefully uh it likely this likely won't be at E3 at least according to the rumors but maybe might get a little might get a little uh <laughs> what's funny now in the environment now we might just get jabs where they are there. <laughs> oh, well, man, looks like so. <laughs> looks like somebody stole our thunder and announced this early. But uh, here's uh, Marvel XCOM. <laughs> Somebody's somebody stole our thunder. <laughs> uh, it's like cute, uh, cute, uh, what 60s sitcom theme. Somebody stole our thunder. Um, but yeah, that's uh, that's pretty cool. I, I, I would play it. I would play it for sure. I'm curious what, well, yeah. So I guess that may, no, we did get confirmation somewhat regarding that fighting game from Netherrealm uh, for Marvel. Uh, but we don't know if maybe... It just feels like a missed opportunity that that they it wouldn't be against DC. That just will be like add to the spectacle, I think. But I digress. I digress. How's it going, HD Broski? Um, yeah. So pretty cool. I I I just I'm 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 curious to what it looks like, so I can wrap my head around what it would look like if it actually is what it what they say it is. Um, I'm down though. I am down. What else? I think there was something else. I think they also, uh, it was a leak that there might be a borderland spinoff featuring tiny Tina. Um, sure. It's cool. I've, I've kind of fell out of borderland since, uh, after two, I have three, but I've not, I've yet to play it. So, uh, I mean, if it, uh, depends what it is, I don't, I, I've, it, it's hard to fathom it straying away. I mean, if we think in tiny Tina, my head keeps going towards like a platformer, which I don't know. I feel like they would have some semblance of, of, uh, genre to stick with people that are fans of Borderlands. So I don't see. I can't see them going, uh, going that route, <laughs> tiny Tina platform. I mean, they could totally do that though. It'd just be weird. It'd be, I think it'd be just too drastic of a genre to spin it off into, but I mean, they could do it. Uh, seems to have, seems to be the same style as all other Borderlands games with multi-class heroes to play as, um, Spinoff is rumored since last year, so guess this isn't really new. Reveal should be expected E three, so, um, so maybe it could be like the like the Borderlands pre sequel, just like straight up 
more Borderlands, but just with uh, presumably Tiny Tina as like the the main hero or uh, showcase here or whatever. I could see it. I could see it. Um, yeah. Cool stuff, though. I like it. I like it a lot. Moving on. Next topic of discussion. Uh, Nintendo Direct Live has been announced for June 15th. So, uh, get your, um, <laughs> get, <laughs> get your Bowsette pictures ready, y'all. Um, <laughs> it's random. <laughs> get your Bowsette pictures ready. <laughs> get your, get your, uh, get your salt, get your salt and your Bowsette pictures ready. Uh, man, that'd be kind of crazy though. So I think it's at least to kind of get in a slight prediction territory, but I think, uh, that would be kind of crazy. Uh, I, I was totally just, 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 just guessing and just BSing, but, um, yeah, man, <laughs> what if Bowsette in, in smash, that'd be kind of crazy. I don't think that would happen. It feels like Nintendo will be acknowledging, you know, the, what I say, ob- objectification of, uh, not really, but that's, uh, that's a stretch. I don't know. That would be cool though. That I think that nobody would be expecting that. Maybe she'd be Bowsette, but be like, uh, be like, um, she could morph into Bowser and then like maybe be a blend of peach and Bowser. Maybe I don't, I can't wrap my head around it, but I feel like (laughs) I can't wrap my head around it, but I feel like it could still be possible. (laughs) But, uh, I mean, I just threw that out the air out of nowhere, but I was like, you know what? That might, uh, that might actually work (laughs) either way. Uh, get you, Get your get your bows at uh get your bows at posters ready, <laughs> cause uh get your get your bows at posters ready, <laughs> cause uh no nah, um I'm curious who could be the next Smash character. So so far with this new season, actually, let me let me look this up real quick. Um, eh, season, I think it's, yeah, we're season two, right? Fighters pass season two. So we got men, men, Steve and Alex, you know, I got to do with this. Hopefully. Um, God damn it. Men, men. Steve and Alex, Sephiroth, Pyra, Mithra, and we got two left. I, I can't even, I can't, you, you can't even throw Nintendo out of it now where it's like, well, no, I think the caveat they said was that all of these characters 
are determined by Nintendo or Nintendo has the final say, which at least, I mean, if, if Sephiroth is any indication, it could still be, it could still be anybody. Um, I don't really count Minecraft because like Minecraft is so like huge, I guess, but Hmm. Last, I think we're just going to get the one character. Who could it be? I feel like it's some new game coming out. I'm guessing I'm, I'm, I'm a vaguely guess, but it's probably going to be a character that is of an upcoming game coming out either from, um, smash, um, not smash, but, um, Zelda, the, the Zelda breath of wild sequel or Metroid, some like new character or whatever. <laughs> what if it's, this is not going to happen at all. I'm just, this is, this is like you are smoking, but what if, what if they put Lady Dimitrescu? Oh, you know what? Actually, that ain't a bad idea. Not the Lady Dimitrescu, but what if, if the Switch Pro rumors are true, uh, which at least so far is, is, is a little iffy at this point. I think they are. It's still true, but with the Switch Pro and, you know, especially considering um, Monster Hunter Rise, how well that's been developed for the base, switch, I think they figured out the RE engine to get, uh, like resident evil Two remake three remake, uh, potentially eight to some extent ported to this new switch console. And with that, they will probably get, uh, I'm guessing they would keep it as both. I think we would potentially get, I think we would get Leon Kennedy slash Jill Valentine. I think they might be able to make that work. If anybody, uh, Nintendo has a pretty good relationship with Capcom. We got Mega Man in here. I think Resident Evil is one of the most popular franchises of all time. Um, I think that makes that actually now it now makes sense. I'd say uh, before, before the switch pro stuff, um, I would say it wouldn't, but now I think, I think it does hold more weight now, especially now this was the year of the, is it the 35th, 25th anniversary of resident evil two, uh, the original resident evil. So, I think it could happen and oh, oh, let's, what if they bundle it? What if they bundle it with like the resident evil, they can even do that. I totally, they, they could even do that. That could be their excuse. The resident evil classics collection that, you know, we've all been one as well, where you can actually play the original OG resident evils, you know, skip, uh, door scenes, uh, freaking, get the, get the, uh, obscure ass green blood from the N64 version of Resident Evil 2. I'm just shooting all, I mean, come on, 
Capcom, you know what you, you, you know, your fans. Um, I could see that. I could see that before in a pre well, yeah, I could see that they, uh, bundle that with this new, um, resident evil collection, maybe potentially exclusive to switch. I'd be fine with that. Um, if, if that's what it means to get, uh, Leon resident evil, <laughs> resident evil crew in here, I would have, I mean, I'm just speaking purely of aspirations and desires. I would say, uh, cure you, but I mean, at this point, it just seems like <laughs> Yakuza is never going to come to switch. Um, at this point, um, I mean, just, just cure you just can't, can't get a, get a break in any fighting game, at least now. I feel like <laughs> Kira, you might come in a uh, virtual fighter five than any game at this point, considering that the game is directly from the engine. It seemed to be super easy to do that, but <sighs> yeah, I suspect either. Yeah. Um, uh, like some enemy or I don't know, side character, but they have to be popular. That's like all these people. Well, I guess with the exception, I guess I can't even say that either. Like you got men, men from arms, arms, is not that popular that I wouldn't say like crazy popular pure Mithra. That's yeah. They're not that popular. I mean, you know, Sephiroth. And you know, Steve and Alex, I don't even know that, but you know, it's Minecraft people. So, I mean, uh, yeah. So I think that, I think that does kind of add credence to my suspicions or predictions. I mean, either some upcoming Nintendo IP, new IP, or a character from, from the upcoming games, either the new Metroid or the new, new, um, uh, the, Breath of the Wild sequel, I think, um, is likely that or Resident Evil. I think it's time. I think it's time. What, <laughs> what if I'm, I'm trying to, I'm trying to fantasize it in order to like make it a reality. Uh, what if Resident Evil, like, you know, they give us the traditional smash obscure, you know, uh, guessing game. What, what game could it be? And then, you know, what, uh, what would be pretty good? I'm trying to, it, mm, it would have to be the Resident Evil, the Spencer mansion. I think it would have to, it would, it would, it would be a, it would be a giveaway. But I mean, yeah, it's, <laughs> it's hard to, I guess you, you could kind of play the fake out game in a lot of ways with it, but yeah, it, it would either be the Spencer mansion or raccoon city. Maybe you get more flexibility with uh, raccoon city, I guess, but I'm a caller right now. I'm, I'm doubling down <sighs> resident evil, Leon. S. Kennedy slash Jill Valentine. I'm gonna call it right now. They they already in Dead by Daylight. So, I mean, you know, they getting all these. They they 
they come in everywhere now. So I'm going to call it Resident Evil. <laughs> uh, Resident Evil Cross Smash Brothers. Or you know how they do the Smash Brothers Cross, whatever. Uh, do they have Resident Evil inclusion yet? I think, do they have a me character? I don't think they do. Yeah. Uh, maybe they do. I think there's, I think there's a spirit card. Let me fact check. Live fact check. I think they did involve Resident Evil. Actually, that might, that totally might break my theory. Yeah, so they do have Resident Evil Spirits. I remember that. Yeah, so they, for sure, Resident Evil Spirits. But are they, are there me, me costumes though? Me costumes would be the nail in the coffin, I'd say. If there isn't, there's still a chance. Uh, yeah, I think it's just spirit characters, which, yeah, so uh, maybe it's got to be good and evil, though. Yeah, because I mean, you know, Wesker is obviously the most iconic villain of Resident Evil. So maybe the. Leon S. Kennedy and Albert Wesker. They will probably, you know, be echo fighters, but not really echo fighters. If that makes sense. They have enough to deviate from each other. Hmm. It's possible. It's possible. I think it's possible. I am. I am. <laughs> I am putting it to, to, to existence. Resident Evil slash cross smash brothers challenger pack 10 it's happening you get the iconic resident evil they they're gonna have to like make it they're gonna have to remix it though to make it you know you know to up tempo or something <laughs> what if they have oh man no <laughs> what if <laughs> what if what if they have the horrible music from um from a Resident Evil director's cut, we gotta we gotta do it for just for educational purposes. This uh this unfortunately has to be done. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I have to I have to listen it listen to it too. I'm so sorry. <laughs> so sorry. <laughs> oh man, I I think it's possible. Um. Uh, what was it? Uh, basement. Uh, I think it's this one. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, okay, that's enough. I'm sorry. I'm sorry you had to, fellow listener had to experience that. I apologize. But I mean, I had to get the point across. Um, <laughs> uh, 
that'd be amazing. They somehow re- remixed that. I'm like, man, this is this kind of tight. Oh man, this is, this is a bop now. I wanna <laughs> wanna bump this in the car. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna claim it. Uh, we probably might get outside of Smash. Probably might get more. Um, a little bit more. No more Heroes Three, which I totally would 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 welcome gladly. Um. Breath of the Wild 2. I think that's a given unless <laughs> what happened last time? I think uh, the director, he came back. Hey, guys. Um, so <laughs> so about uh, about Breath of the Wild 2. Um, yeah. Um, whew, uh, so we we're going to need to we need more time. Um, thank you. Have a wonderful day. <laughs> I think that was pretty much, I know I'm totally paraphrasing, but I think that's literally how it went. Like he just said, Hey, uh, the breath of wild two, uh, we don't have nothing to show. Um, we're still working on it. Uh, see you later. <laughs> I believe, I believe that's how it went. could be wrong, but pretty certain. Um, I think we'll probably at least get some, some trailer about how, how different it will be from uh, the original, um, or, you know, what new things they had added to it, but I can see that. I think we'll finally fingers crossed, get a uh, new Metroid. I think it, I think it's going to happen or at least whatever this new Metroid is going to be. I believe the, at least a lot of people are saying it's going to be 2d, just a 2d one that kind of appease us until uh prime four comes out. I could see that as well. I do agree with that. Um, what else? What's been dormant? Um, new Mario, maybe. I don't know about that. I mean, I mean, we did get Mario out, <laughs> Mario'd out last this past year. Oh yeah, I forgot. Actually, scratch that. They <laughs> they killed Mario in March, so. It's, it's irrelevant now. Mario, they officially killed Mario in March with the vault. He's, he's locked in the vault and he died in there. So, uh, he's not coming back. Um, RIP Mario, um, poor one, poor, <laughs> poor some, uh, poor some, uh, this is rude. This is kind of, that's it's low key. Well, I mean, he's Italian. Poor some Prego, poor some Prego Alpha Mario. Um, RIP is <laughs> Mama me. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm I'm thinking of this meme that's just that was killing me. Where it's it's all, I know it's all all on Twitter, but basically it's got the <laughs> it's got the chef, uh, the chef uh, where you know it has the uh, he's loading up a clip with uh, some rigatoni. <laughs> Rigatoni shells, and then he cl- loads it up. Mama me, <laughs> he points a gun to uh, to his head with some rigatoni shells. Mama me, <laughs> so dumb, but I love it. Um, F zero. I'm gonna be bold. I'm gonna be bold and think. Uh, I think F zero could come back. Everybody loves Captain Falcon. But uh, we can level more with uh, F Zero coming back. Um, I think that would make sense. I doubt <laughs> I have no credence on that at all. But I'm just 
I'm just shooting out things that would uh make sense, <laughs> basically. Uh, if it's actually practical, I don't know. Uh, probably one more. I think uh, I think the streets need Earthbound. I think they really do. I think we'll get Earthbound. Uh, uh, what was it? Mother Three that didn't come out in the West still. So I think we might get like a legit version of Mother Three. Hell, they might even freaking reboot, reboot the whole series. Give like uh, Earthbound Collection or something. That'd be kind of cool. It may, it may be a, a far shot, but hey, if you don't shoot for the stars, then what are you shooting for? All right, that's what they said. That's what my dad, <laughs> what my dad told me. If you ain't shooting for the stars, what are you shooting? He didn't say that. He didn't say that at all. <laughs> um, yeah. So those are just things that may more than likely not happen. But you know what? If you're not dreaming, then what you doing? You know, if you're not dreaming, then you did. That's that's <laughs> that's what I say. Um. Yeah, I think it's 45 minutes, 40 minutes, roughly 40 minutes of info focused exclusively on Nintendo Switch software, mostly releasing in 2021, followed by three hours of gameplay in Nintendo Treehouse Live. So you could pack a lot into 40 minutes. Just saying probably a good amount of fair chunk is probably going to be the smash stuff. I'm guessing maybe. Ah, I forgot about the Switch Pro, if it's true. If the rumors are still true that we'll get the Switch Pro announced before the Direct so people can announce their exclusive stuff for this Switch Pro, which hopefully is not called Switch Pro, but uh, legitimately uh, and deservedly uh, Super Nintendo Switch. I'll say it again. Super Super Nintendo Nintendo Switch. Switch. Please, Nintendo. Don't, don't you dare, don't this up, please. You have one job, Nintendo. I digress. <laughs> Moving on. Um, so, Borderlands 3. I've never played it. <laughs> End of story. Um, so Borderlands three, uh, there was some news revealed at least by Randy Pitchford that, uh, basically, um, cross play functionality that we all know and love, uh, which is still kind of crazy to fathom now considering we've been deprived of it for so long, but at least for PlayStation, uh, is not going to be a thing. So I guess essentially for certification, um, and at least to read Randy Pitcher's tweet, uh, good news or bad news first, good news and update for borderlands three has been prepared for release. That includes full cross play support across all platforms, bad news for certification. We have been required by the publisher to remove cross play support for PlayStation consoles. So, PlayStation, um, 
putting that putting that uh pinky up, you know. <laughs> PlayStation uh PlayStation uh won't <laughs> won't won't let you sit uh sit at the popular popular table. <laughs> Going to lunch PlayStation like uh <laughs> like can I sit here? Like no. No, it's no, that's not for you. Go somewhere else. It's not for you at all. You need to, you know, find another seat. <laughs> okay, all right. That's uh, that's PlayStation right now. Well, I mean, I think it's technically not a big surprise, at least previously, that like how PlayStation, at least out of all the, you know, uh, console companies, uh, has generally been the most. Uh, I mean, I'm not going, not going, you know, put my feet around, but, um, BS and, uh, or, you know, being the most, uh, not to play nice with other consoles when it comes to cross play, um, which is kind of weird now, considering that like, you know, so many games are now cross play, uh, now after that whole uproar. So hopefully maybe. Sony may turn around, but we'll see. Um, it's just like, just make crossplay just mandatory, man. It just, just makes life easier for everybody. <laughs> just make, just, 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 just do it. I don't get it. I mean, I get it, but I don't get it at the same time. Especially now in COVID pre- COVID environment now that I mean, regardless, it should be, but it's, it's, uh, it's still annoying that this stuff is still happening for the players though, for the players, (laughs) ironically for the players though. So hopefully they, they may learn they may turn around after people yell at them enough, but I mean, it's just borderlands, but still, um, just doesn't make sense, especially considering that other platforms, uh, games, um, have allowed it. I don't, maybe borderlands doesn't have that much pull, I guess. I don't know. But I mean, call of duty Fortnite. Uh, I think, uh, apex legends somewhat semi recently got it. Not to mention them various other games like what are you doing? PlayStation? My God, moving on. Probably if you've been uh, following, um, streets of rage for news, um, it's no surprise that we got, uh, yet another character announced. And my God, he is so glorious. You know him. I know him. Everyone, please welcome Shiva. Shiva, everybody. Shiva. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) He walks in. uh, Rhino crash. (laughs) Destroys the whole set. If I had a talk show. Um, Shiva. Oh, man. Uh, The trailer came out for him. He looks so damn good. Uh, he he freaking deflect, literally deflect 
um, weapons now. So now he's like not totally useless, uh, useless, like at least, uh, in all previous, uh, Streets of Rage games, he would, he couldn't pick up weapons at all, but at least now he gets some like more practicality to his character where he's like, he, he is the type that would like literally deflect, uh, weapons. I think he can like, I saw him like kick up a, a rake or something like that. Uh, he is so cool. He is so cool. I want to be like him. I want to be like him. He's so cool. He just, man, he just went Oh, and He got air combos. <sighs> he could do his uh, signature one. I think this is the one exception that I've seen uh, where, you know, like <laughs> boss characters in the um, boss characters in in the game when they are, you know, translated from a boss to a playable character, they're like hella like weak as hell, nowhere near close to, you know, being a boss, but man, I'd have to say potentially he might be like way more powerful than his like boss quote unquote, uh, counterpart. Um, ugh. I just, <sighs> just would like this to come out already. Just, just please, please come out. <laughs> please come out. Dot EMU guard crush lizard cube. If you listening, uh, please just, 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 just give it to us. I don't care if it's a rough state. I don't care if it'll, <laughs> okay. I might care if it blows up my console, but that's besides the point. Um, just, I just want to, <laughs> please please let me play this please oh man freaking Estelle freaking Max Thunder yeah we got Shiva ah this game needs to come out DLC this DLC needs to come out soon um hopefully I am very much hoping we'll get like a shadow drop at E3 I'm guessing Keeley's uh, event, Summer Games Fest, uh, Streets of Rage 4, Mr. X Nightmare DLC is out now. Yes. Yes. Thank you. But we'll see. <sighs> we'll see. I want to see it now, though. <laughs> we'll see, but I want to see it now, though. Um, yeah. Let me stop gushing. Let me stop gushing. Uh, moving on. House of Dead. I gotta do it. The House of the Dead. I'm sorry, that was a little more blacker than uh, that. Like the House of the Dead, and that's kind of. It sounds like a remake, you know, um, house of the dead remake. Love me some house of the dead. Um, got a couple of, uh, details, uh, regarding the switch port that was announced at the, what was it? The, the one, one of the Nintendo directs, the indie direct, I think they called it. So we just got the trailer, but that was about it. We didn't get really much to, you know, suck our teeth on. I don't, I don't, you, do you suck it? 
you know what I mean. <laughs> um, so at least some of the details, according to their Twitter, um, coming first on switch, but they are testing on four different platforms. So, uh, it's probably a given and probably be eventually come on Xbox and PlayStation and steam. Um, I think that's pretty much a given, uh, shooting, uh, they're shooting for 60 FPS docked on the switch and 30 FPS on uh, handheld and then uh, 720p uh, resolution docked in handheld. Uh, UI has been redesigned, um, classic mode. So basically original game with updated graphics, uh, horde mode, which are fast paced 15 times the number of enemies. Oh, wait a minute. Unlockable characters and other things. Uh, several control options offered, including Joy-Con sticks and gyro controls. Uh, <laughs> uh, which I actually, that's that's one point I am very, uh, at least I feel I'm going to be pretty critical about, at least considering uh, my only other experience with using uh, the Joy-Cons as like a Wiimote um, just to see if they're, if it's going to be legit, cause that's going to, it's going to have to be like pinpoint accurate. And I think this is probably one of the first games that I can think of, <laughs> excuse me, that I could think of that actually, um, uses the joy cons, the aim, maybe there's like some shovelware games or, you know, probably like what the inundated, like, you know, uh, a store for, for a Nintendo Nintendo store for all the, like, you know, shovelware, like mobile games, they, uh, transferred over. But uh, I think this is probably the first, uh, this might be the first, um, like legit, I guess, triple a game that, heavily incorporates aiming like with, with the joy con in, in the sense of a Wiimote. So be very curious to see how that actually, you know, plays out, but I will keep, keep the faith, keep, uh, uh, hope it does actually perform as it, it should or would, but we'll see time will tell, you know, um, <laughs> remade voice acting purposely bad, <laughs> Uh, quote unquote bad, um, which, uh, I love, I think, uh, I'm all for, uh, uh, maintaining, uh, the authenticity of house of the dead, which, you know, essentially is a B B movie, B movie, like <laughs> kind of somewhat of a satire of a B movie to an extent, but you know, just, just, just bad, bad acting. And, you know, at least in the, in, the, in the context of this game, bad voice acting. <laughs> G, G is over there. Um, <laughs> what was it? <laughs> oh, man. It's, it's, it's a lot of memorable, just memorably bad uh, voice acting quotes. I think, I think G is over there. Um, I love it. I will eat that up. I don't care. Um, music extremely inspired by the original, no option 
to listen to the originals OST, which I think that's kind of a bummer. Um, I am all, I, I love playing, uh, you know, original games OST after I play the, uh, the remade version generally. So hopefully they may be able to get that in. Uh, the engine is unity like Panzer Dragoon right remake, uh, HD rumble for, for gun shooting effects. Love me some HD rumble. I'm all for that. Uh, for research, the team played the original game via original hardware and emulation. So I, uh, I think technically the only time I played the first walking dead was like at a movie theater. I would go to, I think I never beat it though. So, uh, this is, uh, additionally cool. The fact that like, you know, especially I think most people who haven't played the arcade version, I think most people have generally probably been exposed to the second one since the second one was like on dreamcast and I think I know it got ported to like the Xbox and then it came to the Wii. Um, so I think most people at least initially got exposed to the walking dead that way. I would assume if, if not the uh, arcades as well, but pretty cool that uh, we'll have at least uh, another avenue to see where it all began, where it all started. Uh, so hopefully this means that um, the sequels aren't, aren't that far behind to follow. Um, like, I feel like the two and three port is probably going to be super easy. At least they maybe use the source code of the, from the Wii version or something like that. But, um, I love it. I love me some, the house of the dead. I love it. I love it so much. Um, yeah, a lot, a lot to look forward to, man love it. Um, with all that being said, I think that will conclude the news for this week. Um, so let's get into what I've been playing. Um, hope everybody had a, a wonderful Memorial weekend, by the way, totally. <laughs> I totally forgot we had that. It felt like it went, went by super fast. Um, so at least, uh, of course, still putting that time into mass effect legendary edition. Uh, I think I'm pretty close to beating two mass effect two. Um, <laughs> last night finished all of the, uh, finished all of the, um, loyalty missions. Uh, for those that don't know, um, the loyalty missions, at least with mass effect two specifically each, each person in your crew, um, has a loyalty mission that you generally get by at least talking to the person, um, to each crew member, um, generally. And then, uh, they give you a loyalty mission to do. And what, when you do that and finish it, um, they become, <laughs> become loyal. Wow. What a concept. Um, and then that, well, it gets fuzzy <laughs> kind of, but that generally solidifies them for the most part, not dying on the suicide mission, which is basically, I guess, spoilers for like what a 15, 20 year old game, but 
Um, damn, I don't think it's been that long. It's been like, I think it came out in 2011. But you know, nine year old game. Okay. Um, so yeah, we're uh, getting close to that suicide mission. Uh, at least I remember last time I played on a 360, I did manage to save everybody. Hopefully, hoping to do that again. Um, I got uh, all the ship upgrades, I believe, uh, with uh, I think a couple exceptions in terms of the, like the minor armor and uh, weapon boosts. But I think I have enough to get the get the wheels rolling to actually uh, beat two and uh, hopefully get everybody out alive. That is the uh, <laughs> that is the aspiration. Um, so that's at least. Uh, where I'm at, I think so far I started, I got a uh, Legion. Um, we are Legion. Oh, that's so cool. I love that quote. Um, got Legion. And I think technically this next, I think this next mission is the suicide mission. I've been trying to do everything I can before that, but I think I got to the cutoff point, you know, <laughs> where the, the part of the game where it was like, Hey man, um, this is probably going to be the last time you can do anything before, before you do this. So wink, wink. Um, this is probably where the game is about to end. Wink, wink. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I've, I've thoroughly been enjoying it. Um, let me get into, a just a little side note of my space hole chronicles, uh, real quick. Um, uh, I would not be a space hole. Uh, well, I mean, I would because it's Mass Effect. Um, I tried to be a space hoe. It didn't, <laughs> it didn't work out that well. Um, so I, I, I wanted to get with, um, initially, uh, I got with Miranda, at least, you know, she said, Hey Shepard, I want to, you know, if there's some quiet time, um, you know, I'm coming in that room. I'm like, all right. Okay. Miranda. All right. Let's do it. Yes. <laughs> Um, and then Jack, I just, I think Jack, I just was, I, I kind of, part of me kind of liked her being bad, but then I was like, I don't know if I just want, want her to be bad all the time. So, um, you know, I, I, I kind of maybe strung her along. She got mad at me though. So, um, I, and then she knows I'm, I'm talking to Miranda. So. I'm kind of screwed at that point. So I was like, I don't even know what I'm going to do about that. But <laughs> then, then, uh, Tally, Tally Zora, um, you know, I helped her, uh, on her mission, our loyalty mission, save her, uh, uh, conceal the secret of her dad and whatnot. You know, she, she really feeling me too, but I'm like, uh, uh, I mean, just her whole, um, you know, her whole, like immune system and like, you know, she got to be in a suit all the time. It's like, how's that going to work? I'm just going, I'm just going to kiss your, your helmet. Uh, how, how I can't, I can't, I'm, I'm just, I'm not going to try to kiss your kiss, kiss the metal on your helmet all the time. I just, I want some, give me some human, <laughs> human touch or something. I'm just something. I mean, I think you can, I think she, uh, um, unsuits herself like in a rare scene or something like that. If you were romance or something like that, 
but she knows that I'm dating Miranda. So I was like, well, I don't know what I'm going to do. So, and then, <laughs> uh, any other context, this would be so off, but either way, uh, Samara, I actually, I ain't gonna lie. Samara is pretty attractive. So I was like, let me try to talk to Samara and, uh, you know, uh, she was like, Hey, if I was younger and you know, I was, uh, in my, I think she essentially said if I was in my whole phase, <laughs> I would, uh, you know, I would, uh, <laughs> she was directed by, she's like, I'll throw you on this floor right now. Like, Whoa, okay. All right. Tomorrow. Uh, did you like, don't tease me like that? But I guess I think technically you can't romance at least in two. I don't think I le- <laughs> believe me. I looked it up. <laughs> uh, I don't think you can romance Samara in, in two. I, I, she, at least from what I, from what I read after I was turned down, she said that, you know, I think she says, because her code of being a just a car, uh, she can't or won't can't and won't. Um, and then she wants something more meaningful. And she was like, man, she spit some real stuff. She's like, I don't, I don't want to have uh sex. If, if I'm, um, you know, there's no emotion to it. I was like, damn, tomorrow I felt that I felt that. Cause I mean, truth be told, I mean, if I could romance tomorrow, uh, I would, but the fact that she's not romanceable, you know, Hey, it's like, all right, I guess I'll be with, uh, Miranda. <laughs> so, uh, just <laughs> a little light into the, uh, the space Hulk chronicles. Um, uh, just, um, my shepherd is just a little manhole, you know, any other predicament environment? No, <laughs> not at all. I don't have the heart for it or anything, but you know, it's like, let me, you don't, you don't get, you don't get, uh, you don't get renegade points for it. You know, like, uh, let me just do as, uh, what shipmen ship, ship commanders do. I don't, I don't know either way. <laughs> oh man. Like somebody just ear dropping into that, the conversation of, uh, <laughs> Hey, yeah, I was trying to, I was trying to, uh, do this alien, but she was like, eh, she, she, uh, I had to take the suit off and you know, her helmet and, <laughs> uh, yeah, but either way, thoroughly enjoying the, um, legendary edition, uh, two, um, I really enjoyed it, but I'm not sure if it's like, I'm, I, I, I keep trying to think like, I don't know, I guess my biggest in- indicator of like, if this is one of the best games of all time is like immediately right after I'm done, like, do I want to play it over again? Which I guess maybe the, the suicide mission might be the refresher I need for that. Like this, this is why you, uh, replay it, but I'm still just trying to see like the combat's really good and everything. Um, but I mean, it's long, I mean, for my standards it's long, but, um, yeah, I'm I'm still trying to see like what what I re- remember last time I was like, man, this is a really good game. Um, so I think it's the suicide mission I recall. I know just 
I remember so many things potentially being wrong with that, but either way, Mass Effect 2 Legendary Edition. Um, yeah. Uh, also, uh, got around to playing, uh, some Knockout City, uh, which is basically the, um, the dodgeball game that, uh, EA showed at the, I think it premiered at the, uh, Nintendo indie thing, I want to say, or maybe they additionally showed that there, but either way, Knockout City, it is pretty damn fun, I have to say, I played roughly about three hours, um, or so, uh, it is fun as hell, and it's surprisingly, like, uh, deep in terms of, like, its mechanics, it kind of has a very, very, like, uh, a very, uh, easy to learn, hard to master vibe where, you know, you can easily grasp some things down, but there's a lot more, uh, deeper, intricate, complicated, not necessarily complicated, but more intricate stuff that, uh, gets pretty interesting. Like I, w- I would assume at higher level play, uh, which is pretty cool. But you know, I was, uh, I was, uh, you know, throwing, uh, <laughs> throw a little curve balls and, uh, you know, throwing, uh, I don't even know what you call the, the, the dodgeball throws, but, um, throw a little, uh, I don't know, vertical, little vertical slice. I don't even know what you call it, but you know, I was, uh, I was giving them a little feints, giving them, uh, the faint throws and then, you know, uh, fading the throw and then, then really throwing it and then, you know, getting, getting some KOs there. Um, it's pretty fun though. Just the whole, I, and I can't even think of, well, I mean, there's definitely been dodgeball games, but at least this is the most notable one, of course, that at least I comes to mind, but, uh, it is pretty damn fun. You know, it, it, it's got the right blend of, uh, you know, environmental, like environmental traps that get in a way, like, you know, it's a lot of times I was like, you know, focusing, <laughs> focusing solely on trying to dodge, uh, trying to either catch or dodge the ball. And then, you know, uh, one way or another, I end up like falling to my death. Um, uh, I like the relief cool factor that you can like ball up and like, you know, incorporate teamwork with other people. And like when you do ball up and you hit, hit a person with yourself, I guess you, you insta uh, KO a person instead of like it taking two hits from a, just a standard ball. Um, I like the cool, uh, I guess power weapons, what's I guess considered power weapons for this type of game, where it's like a football, which is essentially like, a, a I guess a take on a sniper rifle. Uh, you have a, uh, I think it's called multi-ball where I guess is basically, I, I didn't play with it enough to get a full grasp of it, but I, it seems like it's basically just multiple balls that you can throw. Like, I think if you throw one uh, you get another instantly rather than traditionally, if you just have a standard dodgeball, if you throw it, you have to pick it back up or if they catch and you know, that whole dynamic. But I think that's the concept behind the multi-ball there. I think it's called a bomb ball. I want to say bomb ball, but, uh, basically right when you pick it up, the timer like goes off instantly. I think it's like, it felt like 10 seconds or so where you, you know, have to throw it or, uh, you, <laughs> your ass is KO'd essentially. Um, was that it? 
Oh, there was a, I think it's called a jail ball, I believe, where you basically, if you throw it at the person and I think they get hit by it, they'll instantly turn into a ball. And I guess that's kind of the risk reward type deal with the game where if you turn into a ball, you can potentially get grabbed by the enemy and they could just generally just throw you off the cliff and you're screwed. <laughs> or you can like want some real disrespectful stuff, uh, throw yourself at your teammate and then, you know, knock them out that way, which is just disrespectful. Now, if you, if you, <laughs> it feels like somewhat of the, uh, uh, the, the tea bag equivalent of this game. <laughs> it feels like you're going to hit me with my own teammate. Really? Now I got to beat your ass. Something. Um, the, the, the levels are pretty cool. Like each one is feels very different and, um, uh, dynamic, which is, you know, I think helped make, uh, feel, make the game feel way more engaging than it would otherwise. Like you got a lot of very <laughs> potential for death traps and stuff like that. Um, like a, a bridge that goes across a, like a, you're fighting on a skyscraper essentially. Um, what I'm trying to think of the other boards, but, um, yeah, yeah. It was like a train station one, like somewhat of an urban type location. Um, at least the vibe feels very, uh, I feel like there's some term for it, but I can't like mentally figure it out. It's something like, um, sixties retro, but modern kind of like a sixties aesthetic, but a sixties bowling aesthetic, uh, aesthetic sixties bowling aesthetic, but with, um, a modern, I guess, take on it. If that makes sense. I don't know. Um, yeah, it's hard to describe, but that's, uh, hopefully I'm kind of doing it justice, but I guess kind of think about that. Um, probably the other, I guess the big, uh, just, um, I don't know. It takes some getting used to, if anything, but just like something about the character designs just feel like wrong. <laughs> I guess if that's the best way to describe it. Like, uh, you, if you, if you remember that whole Momo Kun like meme thing, just think about that, but just, just like that, but be a character editor for this game. That's what it kind of felt like. We're just like all the characters just feel just look, I mean, I don't, I don't want to say ugly, but I mean, not, not cute though, you know, <laughs> which I mean, I don't know. I guess personally, I just wanted a different facial aesthetic that isn't as abrasive, I guess. But I mean, when you, I mean, it is a dodgeball game, so I don't know. But I mean, yeah, just yeah, yeah. That's, that's all I can describe it. They look a little, look a little rough, to say the least. But outside of that, um, <laughs> uh, kind of wish there was some more diversity and like I guess creative freedom in terms of making your character you. 
you know, uh, I guess it's, it's, it's a, it's like a minor nitpick, but it's like, you just, it, you just feel like your character isn't unique because like you have another character that's dressed exactly like you and it's like, oh, well, ah, there goes my, my, uh, my diversity. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not unique. Uh, I don't like this game, <laughs> but I, I believe when you go to the higher tiers and ranks, um, you unlock more clothing options and stuff. So I would assume when it gets to a certain point, it will, um, there'll be a little bit more diversity in that respect and more, uh, room for, uh, uniqueness there. Um, I know it was, this game was free to play for a long time. Uh, I think it ended this over Memorial weekend, I believe. But then I believe recently they extended that now to where you can pretty much play the game for free anytime, but only up to level 25, I believe. And then there you have to pay for the game if you want to play after that. So I think that's a pretty cool uh, entry point. Um, I was playing it on uh, Xbox. I think it's game pass. Uh, well, I think game pass slash EA pass, which I believe it's free to play after that, but I haven't gotten past level 25 to fully confirm that. But I think it technically is, uh, Xbox game pass more or less. So if you have that, um, you are good. Um, but yeah, man, pretty fun. Surprisingly way more fun than I thought. At least when I initially saw the gameplay trailer for it, I was like, oh yeah, this actually does seem pretty cool. And it actually is straight up legit. It's pretty fun. Uh, you know, hitting them. You, you just love the dodgeball when you, you know, when the ball, that sound it make, when the ball hit them in the face, you know, like, bing, you know, I can't even do the sound justice, but you know, you know, it just, it's something so satisfying about that. Just, just hitting them. And then they, you know, they just, they do the whole rag to, oh, <laughs> they do the, uh, do, is it goats? I think it's goats. I believe it's goats. The, that, you know, they just, they just hopping and then just randomly, oh, <laughs> they muscle stiffen up and they can't move. Uh, some, it's some, it's some like subconscious, uh, satiation satisfaction in that, that, uh, I definitely find very, uh, very fulfilling. So, uh, definitely recommend it. If you haven't played it yet, it's pretty damn fun. Knockout city, knockout city. Um, yeah. Monster Hunter rise actually played, um, a bit of that with, uh, some of my roommates. Um, pretty fun. Uh, did I beat Teotra? Yeah, I did. So I think I'm level fifth, 49 or 50. Either way, I think I, um, beat, uh, Teostra, which is one of the DLC monsters. I know I got a long way to <laughs> long way to go. They said my cap is now locked from what? 50 to 999. I'm like, I probably never going to get there. <laughs> I just love too many other games, but. Um, I'll probably at least try to fight the remaining, um, monsters. I haven't, the, the DLC added monsters as well as probably some of the hyper monsters. Um, that at least is the goal or aspirations. 
Uh, if other games get in their way, that's probably that's another discussion, but it's good, man. I'm still amazed by how graphically like flawless uh, Rise is on just the base switch. Uh, it's just still making it's making me just just just, you know, fantasize about how this would look on a switch pro if that's real. And I got to stop calling this calling it the switch pro because I want it to be the Nintendo super. Nope. Um, super Nintendo switch, please. Nintendo. Listen, super Nintendo switch. One job, Nintendo one job. Do not fuck it up. Thank you. Um, yeah. And, uh, virtual fighter five, <laughs> virtual fighter five. Oh, nope. <laughs> I forgot it. Virtual fighter five ultimate showdown. <laughs> I got to put more emphasis on it. virtual fighter five ultimate showdown. <laughs> um, uh, I probably could have been more enthusiastic to be honest, but Virtual Fighter 5 Ultimate Showdown. I've yet to play it online yet. I was playing it locally with uh, my roommates um, and <sighs> get my butt whooped. Uh, I'm not going to spare you the details. Um, I, uh, I was humbled in some respects, but as somebody who's not been playing that game for, you know, how long, um, I'm fine with it. Um, I'm, I'm going to try, try some of the, uh, try some uh, online matches when I get done with Mass Effect, uh, get my, uh, <laughs> build my self-esteem up, beating up, uh, people who've never played virtual fighter. That's what I need. I think that's what I need. I need some, uh, some self-esteem built, uh, just, to you know, beat some ass of, uh, people that don't know how to play the game. I just, <laughs> you know, it's just, sometimes you just need that, you know, it's like basically like call of duty when you play it, uh, around December, you know, that's around Christmas, you know, that, <laughs> you know, that's new pun season. So, you know, you just, you just got, you just, it's, it's sometimes you just need that self-esteem built, you know, just to, just to keep, get the train going. You got to put, put the, put the coal in, in the, uh, the steam works to get the, tr- get the train started. You know what I mean? And that's, <laughs> it's, it's pretty much how I feel about Virtual Fighter. Uh, I'm very, um, I guess, interested in all the customization options. I hear, I never got to mess with like the deep customization options of the characters in um, Virtual Fighter Five on the 360. Uh, I was potentially gonna do that, but I'm like, well, it's no use because nobody's playing. I can't, you know, um, expose my nipples to, you know, just people I'm not going to play with. I have nobody to show my nipples to. Um, I, I like to play my characters. <laughs> uh, I like to play my characters. Uh, all right, let me, let me, maybe it's a bias. I don't know. I like to play my character shirtless with, uh, you know, with the nipples out, uh, ideally with some, uh, slacks and, uh, dress shoes, you know, depending, depending on how I feel. I mean, I may or may not put on a beret if, uh, if the, if the, if the, if the, if the occasion suits it. All right. 
Um, hey, I may or may not have a preference. Okay. Uh, that just keeps me at peace, you know, just saying. Um, but yeah, it definitely seems like the character customization is super deep. I think it's only 10 bucks. Um, yeah, I guess that's another thing too. It's currently free on PS plus right now. Um, so if you get it, you can play it free, but there, there is a $10, uh, I forgot what they call it retro pack or something, but it has a lot of stuff actually for $10 where it has like freaking 160 tracks from, I guess I'm assuming literally all of the previous virtual fighter, uh, excuse me, virtual fighter games. And, um, what else it was, uh, uh, some retro classic costumes where they look like a lot of the characters look like the like virtual fighter two counterparts, like super blocky and <laughs> polygonal essentially. Um, and then of course, like the super deep, uh, character customization stuff where there's seems to be like a plethora of, um, uh, character customization you could do. So, um, I can make, I can make, I could probably make Kiryu in, in this game and I'll probably be at least a consolation of not actually having, uh, Kiryu Kazama in the game. So, Hey, I'm gonna live these aspirations out. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a noob hunt with all these people getting this game on PS plus since it's free. I'm like, <laughs> gotta show them, Hey, this is virtual fighter. All right. It's my, <laughs> it's my domain. Uh, you, no new, no noobs allowed, but, uh, seriously though, I, I, I hear actually not really being that deep into playing, uh, virtual fighter. Like seriously, um, I hear the virtual fighter community is pr- one of the most welcoming, friendly, uh, communities out there. So that definitely, uh, gives me some confidence, some, uh, comfortability to, uh, at least, uh, shake, um, I don't know, shake, um, uh, touch. Yeah. Touch people. I mean, not like that, but you, (laughs) you know what I mean? Just, uh, maybe play this game longer than three months or one month or two weeks, which is generally my, (laughs) generally my MO. We'll see. I mean, I, one of the things that definitely appeals to me about virtual fighter is how basic it is for those that may not know. It's just basically punch kick guard and basically just the combination of those button inputs where you can, you know, deviate and do a lot of stuff, but just based off those pillars alone. Um, I think just that, that ease of accessibility kind of puts it on the same, like, I guess, same line as a uh, Tekken where, you know, it's like, <laughs> uh, basically a button mashers, uh, you know, uh, solace, if you will, where they essentially could just like, you know, <laughs> just, just, just hit buttons methodically and, and win essentially. So, um, which you can, <laughs> I've seen when I was playing with my roommates, you could technically do, uh, you could be cheap as well, which well, I guess that applies to most, most fighting games. So I can't even really say that hundred percent, but either way, uh, thoroughly enjoyed virtual fighter. Um, I did hear though, I know specifically with the online, which is generally like make or break for literally any fighting game in these days. Um, I hear like 
the online is kind of hit or miss. And I think it purely depends on where you're located. Uh, And it's like, I've heard like both sides to the story. Uh, But I guess the interesting part is that it seems like this game is doing something different than rollback that at least is trying to, I don't know, push the ball forward. If anything, where they're using like Google relay servers or something like that. Um, which actually I'm trying to pull up. There's like some like locations or something like that. Um, that are heard. They like directly pull from or something like that. I know there's for sure is one in there's like one in LA and uh, a lot of various other ones. So at least technically I'd be good, but I don't know. Yeah, at least I'm looking up event hubs coverage on it. So virtual five ultimate showdown may use dedicated or relay servers for online play as early net net code impressions emerge. Um, and their official statement with virtual fighter five ultimate showdown released now less than a day away. Many in the FGC who managed to get an early copy began sharing the early impressions of the games online play, which everyone has been curious about once it was confirmed to not be using rollback net code. On top of that, ultimate showdown producer Aoki Viori recently spoke to game cross about the Miorigi, Miorigi, Aoki Miorigi recently spoke to game cross about the game's net code, new features, plans, blah, blah, blah. Um, starting out with the net place impressions. Most people who took virtual fire five online reported that it ran well, a majority of the time, even under cross country or cross continental conditions, which is kind of like crazy. Um, so it seems to be like purely dependent on it, uh, contingent on like how close or your location is based on the relay servers. But I, th- I wanted, I'm trying to find, there was like a map that somebody found, but um, I'm not finding it. Somebody had a, uh, Yeah, so there's somebody's breaking down the net code. Actually, I'm gonna look at this later. This is actually in depth. I'm, I'm fascinated. But yeah, essentially, it's based on where you're located. I know it's probably in the, it seems to be in the bigger, you know, populated, uh, understandably, obviously populated cities and, you know, strategically placed. But it's it's somewhat of a mixed bag. I, I, I believe essentially it depends on where you're, located is I guess what determines your quality of like online matches. So yeah, I guess just something to keep in mind, but it, it's weird. Some people say, say it's horrible, but other people say it's totally fine and good. So I don't know, but I'll uh probably definitely next episode get my impressions, at least my experience playing it um, to see. But uh, yeah, Virtual Fighter Five, Virtual Fighter Five is back. 
well, <laughs> uh, one week until what Guilty Gear Strive comes out. It's was a little, uh, could have been a little bit of better timing, but I mean, I mean, it is free. So, I mean, that, that is a pretty, uh, competitive factor when you like compare it. Well, if you have PS plus, when you compare it to strive, guilty gear strive. So yeah, virtual fighter, um, gears five played a little bit more gears five, <laughs> kept playing, uh, start, kept playing some more matches that, that, uh, gun game mode. <laughs> it is this shit is funny as hell. Um, uh, yeah, so it is for sure. Like when you literally shoot the gun, they do make like, like Cole makes the, the, the shooting sound pew, pew, pew. <laughs> and that, that, that in of itself, I'm like, you, you sold me. I have to play this now. So I'll play like a, a good session in like probably like four or five matches. I want to say, um, Outside of that, yeah, that was pretty much it. I think I play a little bit of Cold War, but nothing notable um, outside of that. So, uh, all that being said, let's get into what I've been watching real quick. Um, <laughs> it's literally only one thing, and that thing is Family Guy. <laughs> um, uh, been, uh, watching here and there, you know, just funny, just funny stuff. Ah, I'm, I'm curious. Did I miss Loki? I think Loki's coming out either this week or next week. I think it, it's on Wednesdays now. When is it coming out? Cause if not, that is immediately on the agenda. Oh, June 9th. So I think that's next week, next Wednesday, I think. Yeah. Next Wednesday. So, okay. Part of me thought like, Oh no, how could I miss Loki? I am, I am not a Marvel fan. <laughs> oh no. Um, so yeah, definitely, uh, have, uh, some Loki impressions next episode for sure. Cause that is looking pretty tight as well. Marvel is about to keep this streak going, man. These TV series, my, my goodness, I, I'm, I'm surprised. I really am. Cool, cool. With all that being said, I think that will conclude episode 107. Switches sites. Uh, thanks for listening and/or watching. Uh, greatly appreciate it. Uh, if you want to catch me live, you can catch me live on Twitch TV slash A Switch, where I do record this live. Um, you can also catch archives of the video form of this podcast on youtube.com slash as well. Uh, but until next time, y'all get your damn game on. Oh yeah. Nobody's safe.